This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Fitz. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Lutz from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. The podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. Working class for it is episode number 196 of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at 1600 Buckslayer Place. We're in the Bucketorium, beautiful Sherrard, Illinois, I might add. Mm. The yeah. home of the mm. realest bowhunting podcast on the planet. This is the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. I am Steve. In the studio today is Kurt. Hi, everyone. Eric. Good morning. Douglas. Checking in. I'm here. Doug the Thug. What's up? Sad, dude. What's up? We, uh... Packed studio, as always now. It's a little packed. A little uh, cluttered in here, but, you know, it was uh, its home. Uh, the podcast we recorded was at the uh, 2018 ATA show. And I have Indiana to give the disclaimer. Uh, out of studio podcast at the ATA show. <laughs> we have uh, several more ATA episodes we're going to be putting out. Um, I don't know if you guys like the ATA style episodes. If you don't, let us know. Then We'll do less of them next year. I mean, what what do you need? No, tell, tell us what you like. We'll still do them. We'll do twice as much. Yeah, go to workingclassbowhunter.com. Find all our social media. You can uh, 
Go there if you want to contact us. Let us know what you think. Submit or a veteran shout-out. Um, if you want to buy a hat, the Killing Cap is on pre-order. The Working Class Bowhunter Awards is on right now till February 22nd. Get in there and make your vote for your favorite episode and the categories. And they are looking good, let me tell you. <laughs> until February 16th, go to White Taylor Apparel. Um, you better get them soon. They didn't make too many of these, but uh, the keychain uh, that they made for TJ Unger and his family. They, it's has, a bottle it's, opener. It's a bottle opener. Uh, bottle opener keychain, I should add. has his uh, initials on that. 100% of those proceeds are going to TJ and Liz to to help out with uh, all the expenses from the um, the accident that he had earlier this year, or last year, rather, late last year. Yep. You know, about six months We're gonna ago. We're going to be stacked with them in here. Yeah, everyone's going to have mm. one in here. So Doug will make his order too, right, Doug? Yep, right after this episode. Yeah, you better. Good, good. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, this episode was a fun episode. We'll, we'll kind of get right into the, the the meat and taters, if you will, um, because that's what the episode is. You don't want to hear us ramble, but we got to thank our partners and sponsors of the show, Elite Archery, Scent Crusher, HHA Sports, Mana Coolers, Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing, Rattler Grips. Go ahead and check out all our fine partners. Uh, we have, uh, if you check in the episode, we have links to all those websites. So if you're looking to get a new bow, a new then you site, need a new site, and then you need grips, and then you need to keep your beverages cold. It's all right there in the check the description of the podcast. If not, go to our website. We'll have links there. Got you covered. We got you covered. Boom. Okay, this podcast was cool. We. Um, Got hooked up with the, the fine gentleman from Red Rising um, from Sportsman's Channel. I always say Sportsman's, but it's actually Sportsman Channel. Well, they get you get the point. Yeah, they're small um, while you're stepping in. Uh, yeah, we got, got hooked up. Basically, kind of just I don't I know Chase Rolfson, our buddy from Rubline, kind of made the introduction, but I got to talking to Jason just at random. Like, oh yeah, we're a podcast. And it's like, well, let's do one, man. We're all here, and so we ended up setting up a podcast uh, with all the guys, Jason and Eric and Chris and. Uh, it was cool to sit down and talk to these guys, you know, watch some of them on the old jury videos. It, fe- it feels old. It kind of is, though. Like, yeah, that was a yeah. little bit ago now. Um, but it was cool to sit down and talk to them. And uh, someone joined a little late because they were having too much fun. Um, but <laughs> Which is all right. That happens at ATA. But I mean, made the appearance. Happens. ATA, that Although, dude, he was in the hotel room waking up, and then he made the <laughs> – as a, I can't remember who put I think it was Jason goes uh, – uh, he's in here to kick the field goal. You know, we <laughs> yeah. brought him in at the yeah. last minute. Yep. So, so that was cool. It was cool. We talked about a lot. Um, we're definitely going to do more with these guys, uh, more in-depth, like deeper conversation, tactics, tips, and just maybe more like debatable type stuff with these guys. They had a lot of fun. Uh, me and Jason are talking about doing another one soon. Um, but also, this episode, a little bit, bit you're going to hear a little bit of uh, feedback. We're things were going on in the room and yeah way to go eric everything was my fault (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't your fault you didn't have headphones on i did and it was it's hard to hold conversation and run the show if something little goes wrong but it's no problem we moved right past it so you'll hear a little bit of feedback on the audio but it's nothing that'll it's so weird how right the beginning and goes away yeah it's nothing that'll make you hopefully want to shut it off so you know it's so small how things like that happen so you know if you guys ever do hear anything and uh, again you just want to email us Say, hey, something uh, sounded a little weird, you know, if maybe we didn't catch it. We usually do, but... We uh, usually do, but, you know, just things like that, you know, bear with us, especially when we go out of the studio where, hey, things aren't aren't always in our our, uh, total control or favor. You know, again, it was ATA. 
where we're at. We're in the rub line marketing. It wasn't, we're making it sound worse than it was. It, it was. It wasn't that bad. But you just probably no. don't even notice it, right? So anyway, after we did that and buried that into the ground, yep. <laughs> hope you enjoy this episode. A few more AT episodes to go. If you love them, then good. You got more to look forward. If you hate them, we'll get past them. All right. We love you. Hope you enjoy it. All right. We're here at the 2018 ATA show in beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana, Indiana Convention Center. Across the table from me, we got the uh, fellas from Red Rising. Well, most of the fellas from Red Rising. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? Not much, man. Just glad to be here. Appreciate you guys letting us stop in and hang out for a minute. Yeah. Just hanging out, enjoying the show, looking at new products and meeting new people. We appreciate you guys coming in. It's uh, a busy place, a fun place, and uh, late nights, connecting and talking like the whole time. So it's uh, it's exhausting. We're last day in, so we appreciate it. First thing, first episode of the day. So cool. So yeah. uh, we're just glad to see y'all here this early. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, uh, ten o'clock. We'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> we can make that happen. Doable, right? yeah, 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 guys. That's a, that's a, that's ten o'clock, uh, like Eastern time. Yeah, we're here really early. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe just cut in and you know tell a little bit about yourselves and what you do for people that don't know. I'm sure most of our listeners do know, but we're um, like I said, we're Red Rising Sportsman's Channel. We're getting ready to go into our um, fourth season iron. Just got done filming it up. We had a killer year, a tough year. Um, we had to work for everything we got, but we ended on a good note. So yeah, I ended on a good note. Um, it's been a, it's been a cool ride. I mean, we you know started got lucky enough to start years and years ago at Dirty Outdoors for yep, Christmas yep. Elf. Rolled into Legends of the Fall, and then, of course, now we're here together. You know, three of us live in the same area. Mm-hmm. We're best friends. We're best buddies. So, um, we, you know, it's just it's fun. Right, and, right. Um, we enjoy absolute every minute of it. You know, we yeah. have a good time. Blessed beyond belief to do it. And, you know, we can fight like brothers, and then we're over <laughs> it in five, ten seconds, and something goes south, and then we get right back at it. And That's what we did last night. We did that last oh, night. Yeah. 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 We had a yeah. brotherly fight. Oh, like, yeah. Dude, if, we, if we actually were brothers, we'd probably roll it around. <laughs> we're, we're usually yelling at Chris more than anybody. He's usually the, you know, he's the goofy one of the whole, all three of them. Uh, uh, ringing a bell, isn't it? <laughs> sure is. We can talk about Chris. He ain't here. So. That's yeah. exactly right. Yep. So, right. so, so he, he'll listen to like, those guys, damn it. <laughs> open season on Chris Ward. Here we got it. The, the truth, the truth shot. hurts sometimes. Well, I, so, I, I feel like I kind of grew up, I guess I was older, but I watched you guys a lot on Drury and all that, so pretty familiar. Oh, that's and, where uh, I know you guys from. Right, starting to talk. <laughs> yeah, we're getting old now. So but, it's uh, pretty cool, like sitting down talking with you guys. Like everyone's so cool, and you know, like they always say, like whether they never meet your hero, that type of thing. But in the industry, the hunting industry, it, that's definitely not yeah, true. You'd, you'd be yeah. all right with it, unless you know I'm your hero. Then I don't know what to tell you, dude. <laughs> Everybody thinks it's such a big industry. Like you watch it on TV and you see so many shows, yeah. and it's like, holy crap, there's so many people. But it's not. It's I mean, not it's super small. Everybody's down to earth. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, very, very few people have I ever met in this industry that were, you know, wouldn't sit down and talk just deer hunting with you. Right, I think right. that's why we're all here. We all like mm-hmm. to chase deer and kill shit. And, yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. all like talking about it. Yeah, right. guys like you know, you guys are walking around. You know, hey, maybe they work for one company, but they see their buddy in a booth. They'll stop in, just shoot the breeze. Yeah, especially here, it's just it's one of them deals, man. Hey, you're you're buddies with people, and I mean, you gotta you gotta stop by and say hi, and once a year you get to talk to them. So. Well, that's what works out so good for us with podcasting is, you know, we get to talk to guys like you and it's, we're talking about hunting and products and just new stuff, hunts that are coming up. So it works out easy for us because we never run out of content because that's what we do naturally anyway. We just right. record it. So, but yeah. it's, it's a beautiful thing and, uh, keeps us busy. So favorite thing at ATA so far from you guys? 
favorite thing in ATA? Whoa, that's a that's a that's tough a, question. You're like I just Big jumped, I jumped right Jason. into that. Jason, will you answer that, please? Huh. Where's Chris? <laughs> yeah. Where's Chris? We've been asking uh, that question. Chris's on favorite me. thing was uh, the after party. It was. It was, <laughs> um, it was that little um, bottle with the blue label. <laughs> that, was, that was his favorite. Thing. I for all. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> that's a. I mean, that's the socializing part of it, which is a good time, man. But. It's, uh, it is, and you meet a lot. Of, you're so busy here in the day, but you meet a lot of people at night. So I mean, that's oh, absolutely. when everybody comes, and by the time the show's over at day, you're like, oh my god, mm-hmm. I went out of this place, and then you go out <laughs> at night, and it's just a blast. Yeah, definitely. Um, We've been asking everyone that just to kind of see and favorite thing. Hmm. Well, I mean, of course, we got to show love to our people. I right. mean, they got some cool stuff coming out. I mean, everybody does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think one cool thing I saw the other day was uh, Scrape Fix now um, has got a cool system out. I mean, they've got a velvet attracted now. People got yep. it in their mind. Like, hey, man, Scrape Fix, start for people inventory. that don't know, was WinPro. We just did a podcast exactly. with David, so for our listeners. <laughs> That's Scrape Fix now. It's Scrape Fix. Yep. And um, awesome name. Yeah. Um, but that's really cool. Tacticam's coming out with 5.0. Scent Crusher's got killer new stuff coming mm-hmm. out. I mean, everybody serious with their, I mean, the lights on this new. I think that probably blew me away more than anything because yep. it opens up that market. If you're a predator hunter and you're wanting to keep up with your wind all night long, like yeah. all the guys at home are just flipping out over that. Because think about it. You, <laughs> right. know, you yeah. know how super stealth mode you got to be mm-hmm. then. So that's that's a huge deal. And, and elk hunters especially. That's what, you know, when I first saw the product, we got these, uh, the wind. It's like a wind indicator. If people don't know, we'll uh, we'll post pictures and put a link in the description to it. And at first, I'm like, I didn't know like what it all could do, and it charges your phone and shows you the thermals and all that. And yeah, that, it's got a flashlight on it. That won me over. That was the one that I saw it. Didn't know, but when I learned well, about it, it's, and it's yeah. got a place so you can charge your cell phone. And Chris Ward, I promise y'all, there is not a human on. The, maybe David Lindsay, maybe <laughs> or not David, but Jeff Lindsay Jeff. stays on his phone. Yeah. Them two stay on their phone probably more than anybody in the industry. So that that way he can keep his phone. Jeff and his Snapchat. <laughs> I'll go up to bat with them. I'll be like, dude, I told the guy, I'm like, I'll probably need two of these because it charges your battery 50, 50%. And they're like, yeah, I go, well, I'll, I'll need two so I can keep 100%. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, I need four just so I can keep 100% twice. That's probably honestly one of the coolest things I've seen is the new the, the Sirius Wind Indicator. And we've been using them. We were joking about it at the Sirius booth yesterday. Um, like, we, we started using them as a prototype. They sent oh, yeah. it to us, and, you know, it was the whole confidentiality agreement right. and all that stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> Why in the hell am I using a vape thing in a tree? Um, but we it was just a metal box with like a little thumb puffer. But um, now that they've completely changed the game, they've um, they've stepped it up and they've got flashlights. There, there's more puffs, um, and the phone charger is super super cool. Um, that that's probably one of the coolest things that I've seen here. Um, I know. I like the new pattern. Browning's got a new ATAX pattern yeah. now. Um, TD. It's mm-hmm. like it is super cool. Um, we haven't seen that. it until we got here. Um, it's just, I mean, it's going to be good from the south all the way up. Takes you back yeah. to kind of that old school camo. Yep. Like I yeah. was, uh, you I was an old get, school turkey hunter. Yeah. You get back to those camo patterns. Yeah, where yeah. You ain't got to have a green and a brown. You can use it. Man, you can sit down anywhere and it works. So awesome. Yeah, we haven't been over there. We'll have to check that out too. I got a question for you guys. The new Garmin site. <laughs> yeah. I was getting ready to say, but now the one thing that probably like because I mean, you all of us thought about it. Yeah. Bow hunter, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, if you could just sit up there, put your site in, and let's magically have this halo, you know, and you're like you, you know, like this 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 ability to get your exact site you need, and you level your bow. I mean, the whole nine yards. I mean, oh right, right. I mean, think about that. It's almost like you've got some kind of like I used to think, man, if they had a helmet, like I'd wear a helmet, you know, do I <laughs> help you? See oh that, yeah, absolutely. You know, because well, I mess up if there's one thing that i do wrong and i mentally did it wrong this year is i'm bad for 
misjudging distances between 22 and 32 yards. Same here. And a lot of times I'll <laughs> pop in front of a deer, I'll pick a cedar or something, and I'll hit it. Well, if the deer takes four steps closer and I'm not mentally in the game, mm-hmm. this right. year I blew it. I mentally had some – I made some big mental mistakes. Me too. So <laughs> now with that – Wow. Do you think uh, – because uh, we always – we're kind of – that's the, one of the big buzzes of the of the show is that side. Do you, it's a little controversial with the challenge. Of, like, it's kind of taken the challenge of archery out of it in a way. Do you, that's where I kind of leaned on it. Um, mm-hmm. fair, I think it fairly strong. I'm kind of like, ah, come I think, on. I think it depends on what you want to do as a hunter. Um, I think that goes back to crossbows. You know, that, that takes a lot of the challenge yeah, out of yeah. bow hunting. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I think that all falls back to that person. Me personally, I, I, I lean towards you. I mean, I do I do think it's going to take a lot of the challenge out of it. Right. Um, but then again, I'm also like, what what happens if your battery goes dead? Yeah, yeah that's and right, I made right. that same What threw thing me off is yeah, it yeah. kind of seemed glary. Like a little, is that a word? A little, there's like a glare to it. Hazy. You know what I mean? It just, to me, I, I get it. I get why it's popular. I get why people want to shoot it, but. I think, uh, IQ's got one too. Um, and I think it's more just a range finder on top of your site versus, you know, like the Garmin. When when you range it, it puts your dots where you need it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To where IQ, I mean, I've not even seen. I've seen the Garmin. I've not even seen the IQ, but uh, I think they you just range it and you just use your pins. Uh, who was um, um, Eric? Used to have one. The uh, um, who it made was, uh, loophole that old loophole, yeah, it was. Vendetta, yeah. Had yeah. the big clunky box up up top. Yeah, yeah it was a true range finder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a range finder with some electrical tape wrapped around on the butt. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I see. Now I'll go. I'll actually go flip off them and go the other direction. And here's why. There's two reasons why I think it's really cool. Number one. <laughs> You know, you got to be give homage to the whitetail, dude. You know how smart they are. I mean, yeah. think about when we didn't have trail cameras. If you guys didn't use trail cameras, I'm telling you right now, it would halfway cripple me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The fact that I still couldn't go, I still couldn't scout and kill mature deer. Yeah. But now I, I want to know who exactly is doing what, when they're doing it, who's day walking. Yeah. You know, so I can yep. target a particular deer. And if it's, you know, that particular deer's day walking, that's the deer I go after. He's a mature right. deer. Right. Um, but on side of the fact, I mean, you need every advantage. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm telling you, you yeah. do. And now that everybody's getting more and more into upper in management, how many five and six and seven year old whitetails do you know that live under your nose? And you can't, you still can't get a truck camera picture. Mm-hmm. I can tell right. you two right now on our Iowa farm that we couldn't. Right. Yep. On the other side of the coin, think about if it actually helps somebody make a more ethical, better shot. Yeah. How many more or less wounded animals are you going to have? So when you come about it from that angle, if it's going to help people be better, more efficient, and kill, even me, mm-hmm. I mean, I blew it. I missed three deer this year with a bow. Three. Yeah. I've never, I mean, it was just mental errors. So mm-hmm. I get that, man. Uh-huh. That's you the know? argument to it, and I, I really can't argue that at all. That's that's spot on. That's the the give and take with something like that. And Jeez. I, you know, that's a good point. I, I don't want to see wounded deer, and it sucks missing. So that's. I've done both. It, man, you, what <laughs> yeah. you were saying about misjudging and what that was me this year. You know, I yeah. cried my eyes out too. I'm just glad I missed. <laughs> I'm okay with clean missing. Yeah, I yeah. don't ever want to, you know, yep. in, in, inevitably as a bow hunter, I don't care who you are, you're eventually going to have something bad happen. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. if you can, you know, uh, you know, negotiate that and get it down as least as possible. Yeah, and I helped some first time bow hunters this year, um, teaching them how to do it. And he, uh, he killed a doe like first day out and then he killed a really good buck. Like, too good of a buck for your first bow buck. Nice bull. <laughs> and then he n- nicked a doe, like barely a hair on the broadhead. And he kind of threw, he was upset about it, threw a fit, and not, not a fit, but, you know, upset, tore up. I'm like, man, listen, you're in the bow hunting club now, man. You know, it's part of it. The best guys miss. And we had real wild in here, one of the best archers. Like, I've 
shot over an elk by six foot off, you know, and I think people forget that everyone messes up and that's mm-hmm. part of the game of bow hunting, you know, so, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's cool to hear you say that. Admit, I missed, you know, I missed three times and stuff. I think a lot of people relate to that because it's it's real. I I want people to learn from it. You know, the older you get, um, you guys are all still really young. But (laughs) the older you get, you know, obviously you maybe you know you can work and you can lift out and get back in shape and that kind of stuff. But mentally, you really have to hone in to get some of that stuff. I mean, you have to stay in the game. Mm -hmm. And this year, I just wasn't in the game during the rut in the stand when I had a bow in front of my. Yeah, he struggled. I mean, usually Eric is. um, I don't ever worry about Eric. You know, when he when he when he gets in the game, like he said, I mean, it's a done deal. But this year, got to the point in Kansas, I just turned the camera off and sat back down. We wouldn't even say anything to each other. I said, "Damn, another one." (laughs) He's going to walk by us. (laughs) It was that. But the cool thing is, I mean, I felt like a kid again when I finally did get. You know, we got a big deer down. You know, but it took me. 13 days in mm-hmm. you know and i mean even in virginia i i missed a deer uh with my muzzleloader in virginia mm-hmm. which i've never done <laughs> and i missed i hunted that deer it took 17 sets to get him you know so right it was good to regage you know and mm-hmm. uh, come back down and get a little bit more grounded and focused and now i've got that taste in my mouth again and it's like yeah. man, i'm coming hard 18 well, it's i was like, 19 17 roll out for me personally <laughs> but it's a weird year well right. that's the thing like you know it's i went three four years it seemed like everything just went smooth like you know how you know sometimes it just goes that way and I'll, you love it but you know it can't go that way every year yeah. so you're like man I, this is going to be the year it's probably rough just have that one year, odd year yeah well I, and i've always told jason this you know last year i had a really good year um killed one of the biggest people i was the biggest people ever killed in my life i always have bad years um, after good years, and I don't, know, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, I just seems like it's always went that way. Because Jason had a terrible year. Like, well, he killed some stuff, but I mean, as far as targeting a particular deer, growing the deer that we want, mm-hmm. getting three year investment in them, and then coming out, Jason had his year. Um, you know, and this year was just one of them years. So I it's, knew it's the give and take, I guess, of bow hunting. You That's know? what makes it fun. Man. It's, it's just like, easy, you know. Right. Well, I guess this is probably bad to compare it to, but like professional fighters, they can't be on top forever, man. Sooner or later, someone's going to knock you down. You got to. Get back and and, uh, and win the baseball this football players say the hard's what makes it great, and I mean that's yeah. what makes it great. You know, we come back every year. We're going to still put cameras up. Yep. We're going to shoot our bow. We're going to go oh, right yeah. back in. Right. I mean, I've had days I'm like, I'm done. I finished. You know, oh, Jason yeah, said that one time in Iowa this year. I am done. I am done this year. I said, No, you're not. Well, I throw in the towel. I'm done this year. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. Interesting that you just said that because we had a long conversation with a guy the other day, and I never thought about it like this, but. Um, as you get older, even in hunting, you overthink things. Yeah, um, compared mm-hmm. so to, mental. And I have never thought about that, but we had a long conversation with um, Jared Lurk from from Drury Outdoors the other mm-hmm. day, and, and he said the same thing. He said, you know, he watches a lot of you know people as they get older, they overthink things and they think too much into it, versus just you know, like a I guess you just say a younger person just gets up there and. They do what they oh, do. Right on what you tell. Like, man, I can't wait to just get up here. That, yeah, you can't <laughs> we get, get up, up there. Like, yeah. like, what, what's the angle? Is it too steep? Do I need to change this yeah. yardage? What about yeah. that limb? Do I shoot him here? Do I shoot him there? When what? somebody else just gets over and hits the release, man, and they're like, gone. Yeah, it's it. It's almost you need to simplify it in your head and not overwork. But the thing is, as bow hunters, you're kind of like a perfectionist. Like you, I wanted the perfect shot this year of a big buck at 15 yards, and he stops perfect, and he doesn't know I'm there. This year, it didn't happen for me. I had to. You got to make the shots happen sometimes, and mm-hmm. it's just not how I envisioned it. I struggled this year. I hit the biggest deer I've ever had put in front of me, high on the shoulder, 
and lost them. scapula. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good for a gun if you hit him. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, I hear, you know what bullet you're shooting. But yeah, yeah. Well, I hit him high, and he ran off, yeah. had good blood. I had decent penetration, and, but you know, those, that blood runs out, and you, you know, He's probably walking around somewhere. He's chasing does again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he, he wants to show off his cool scar. Like, hey, ladies. (laughs) But what you were saying was like sometimes you just feel like hanging it up. And I told all these guys, right when I hit him, I sat and cried in the stand. Man, I'm like, this is not going well. And I basically told these guys, I'm like, I'm done. I'm putting it up for the year. I'm glad to see I ain't the only whitetail hunter that cried in the woods this year because I did in (laughs) Iowa. Um, It's the deer I shot. And everybody will see it on TV um, next year. But, I mean, I made a – I didn't overthink it. I made a stupid decision versus a smart decision, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got to the deer the next day, and I mean, it was it was all of well, not all, but I mean, a bunch of our friends. And I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of what that's the cool thing about what we get to do and the places we get to go hunt now that the friends have become like family. Yeah. And I oh, mean, yeah. um, Jeff at Tacticam and Eric, they were the ones that actually found the deer, mm-hmm. and, and they had all of our buddies, um, Chase from Rubline, and everybody came down and, and actually walked up with me when I found the deer. And when I found the deer, I actually. <laughs> I sat down. I said, this is the first time I ever had tears in my eyes. But well, it was, it was you're probably just overthinking friends. everything yeah. in your head and every emotion, good and bad. Mm-hmm. And then it all, once it all comes down, you, you were successful in the end. It just He beat himself to pieces that night. I told him, I said, and I looked at the footage. I looked at it and I watched it. I said, dude, that deer's, he's done. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we just got to give him a little bit of time. And right. No, no, you know, because I, I, I do the same thing. I've made good shots. And I, even this year, I mean, I, and I told, it's funny you said, I just want an easy shot. And I mm-hmm. had set in the tree because everything I had this year was 30 to 63. Yeah. You know, and I've, every year I've ever, you know, I've made some great shots at long distance. I mean, because I practiced a lot. But I told him I was just whining. I was like, man, I just want a 15-yard shot. Well, it wasn't 30 minutes later I got a 12-yard shot. <laughs> I do like, you know, those 12-yard shots. So I think I got to get better at getting X marks a spot. You know, a good bow hunter is not yep. how far you can shoot. How close can you get him to the tree? Yeah, that's, right. I got to get better getting him closer well, to the tree. It's a twenty-yard game for the most yeah, part. Yeah, you know? game of inches. Right. Yeah, what, uh, really is. What bows are you guys shooting? Expedition. Shooting yeah. expedition. Yeah. yeah. How do you like them? Love them. Love them. They put some. So they put some good work in this year for you. Yeah, they did. Um, they know, did good. We didn't do our job. 100%, but the bow yeah. performed flawlessly. <laughs> We've yeah. shot some of them. We uh, we work with elite. Love our elites, but I've shot some expeditions, and that's a nice bow. I'll say this: um, you know, the guys there are just over the top, super down to earth people. Um, they just they're taking a slow, you know, approach with it, and they're mm-hmm. growing. You know, it's just a constant grow. You know, it's yeah. a tough market now. Um, and they're very down to earth, and what they give you is um, great customer service, and they got got you back. That's what I mm-hmm. like. You can sit down and talk to them, man. They're just yeah. normal people. They're I, bow I met those guys last night at uh, Badlands Film Festival, and great guys. Chase is like they're elite guys. He's like, oh, I don't know if I want to give me give me shit, but he's a, a great guy. <laughs> we like. Um, Blake Davis, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. It was kind of a quick like, gave, gave me some shit. I high fived him. We were on our way, but he was just a really cool guy. So, but yeah, I, yeah. I've shot him and no complaints for me either. Yeah. They're all good nowadays. You know, all bows for the most part. So it's it's, it's like Jason's. I mean, there's there's a lot of great bows. You just got to get out there. You got to get the one that works for me. I like a long bow, mm-hmm. axle axle. So if I can get it in my hand, and I got to put in the work. You know, mm-hmm. I put in some work this year. That was another thing I didn't do. I didn't shoot enough in the backyard through the summer. I shot enough and. I think as you get older, you you kind of get a little cocky. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's backwards. Uh, you know, yeah. oh, I yeah. got humble pie this year, big time. That's yeah, okay. Um, I'll a little whipped it. cream on top, right? Yes, and it didn't. I will tell you this: it tasted like, still tasted like crap. Oh, I, bet. <laughs> I mean, I ate it, but it yeah. tasted like crap. Steve knows what that's like. 
Oh yeah, the, that uh, you know, I got uh, I got a little humble pie with a uh, side of a uh, cup of uh, tag soup. So you know, <laughs> I had one of those too. It, uh, it happens, man. That's the meal you got to eat, and that gets you through uh, through October one. So, yeah. but let's you be know, honest, though, man. Like, could, even though we wish every hunt we went out, we were successful. Mm-hmm. It would kind of suck if it was that way. Dude, That's the reason that. we do. Yeah, it. do you, you know what I mean? It would. It, yeah. If you have to go out and hunt those, you know, seventeen days sometimes and in a row. Then, yeah, what's that? In, in, a, in row. a row, yeah. yeah. I know it. Seventeen days. That's all. You know, you're putting in your time, but when it happens, it's you're at the top. But if you went out every time, it'd be killing, not hunting. Yeah, because you know, then all of a sudden one. you've only hunted like twelve times in your life. It's like, yeah, well, I got twelve monsters. You know, what, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, what a year. <laughs> Some years it goes that way. Yeah, which yeah. is awesome. That, but you know, the year before might have not went that way at all. So maybe you're due to have that season. You know, and I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to dropping a big old 150 point inch eight pointer like October one, like se- like hey. ten minutes after sunrise. You just drop Christopher. Take the rest of the season <laughs> off. We got no well, no well, call well, no show, but hey, here he is. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no more mics available. We can so. get them in. Hey, 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 you're looking pretty good. Does he want in? Yeah, that's not what I heard, but yeah. <laughs> He has a face for radio, doesn't he? Hey, we, we, we got you a mic if you want to dive Chris in. Said, jump on in. Hop on in. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to wrap her up in the last ten, huh? Yeah. That's the way I roll. He usually we fly him in for the big games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the closer. Yeah, he's the closer. He, he, you brought the kicker in to kick the 90-yard field goal for he's, the tie He's not from Alabama, then. He couldn't hit a 20-yard <laughs> yeah. field goal. Well, having fun? Yeah, having fun. Well, thank, a good show. Yeah, it's been awesome. Talked to a lot of people, meeting, making a lot of new friends. It's been it's been really awesome. Mm-hmm. So, but man, this the struggle of it. We're, that's what we're talking the struggle of bow hunting, the highs and lows. Pretty much is kind of the theme of what we've been talking about, and it's uh it's refreshing for people to hear <laughs> that everyone has a struggle. And oh yeah, everyone goes but, through the same thing. I mean, we all do it. Refreshing is in <laughs> no struggle. Uh, I missed one. <laughs> By like two foot, <laughs> it was a it was a pretty long shot though. But, you know, I make the same shot over and over. You do it the same shot over and over a hundred times in your backyard, and then when the deer comes by, it's a whole different ball game. But yeah, I had a good season. I, I got a good one in Maryland, and then uh, a good one in Texas, and uh, missed the the one back home I was hunting. So you know, my kids, my two of my kids got eight pointers, so that was pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Is that a better feeling than killing one yourself? It is. Definitely. It is. I mean, my son is just ate up with it. He mm-hmm. wants to be with me every second that I'm in the woods, whether it's shed hunting, you know, mushroom hunting, deer hunting, turkey hunting, whatever. And he's 10 now, and, and my daughters don't show too much interest, but uh, she asked me to go this year. But my son, I mean, it's I can just see – the future years coming up, it's going to be me filming him. Yeah, I mean he's got a he's got a a face for the camera for sure. So yeah. I mean, he's a cool little kid. He's so. a lot better looking. Than all than all. <laughs> yeah, it's sure. pretty bad. We're adults and we're jealous of my ten yeah. year old son. We're jealous of the potential that he has. <laughs> yeah. I've told Chris for years. God, you're so jealous of him. I've never been jealous of a nine year old, but I am him. He's going to have no problems, huh? No, not many. <laughs> Well, that's cool. I can't imagine, like, I hunt with my dad. You know, he's my hunting buddy, and I like to see if he kills a deer, I feel like we had a successful season, oh, even yeah. if I don't. And he says the same thing. I don't care if I kill one. If you kill one, it's it's all good, you know. And I guess I guess that's a sportsman. Cause, I mean, I've kind of, you know, and Eric's same way with his daughter and then uh, my better half. You know, she's got into where she loves to bow hunt, and I didn't kill a deer at home, and she killed one, and I feel like that was a, a super successful season for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. 
I can't wrap my head around having kids than having them kill like a buck. I can't even oh, imagine what that awesome. even be like. It's awesome. And, and you know, we all grew up hunting with our dads and stuff. And uh, I remember one time, me, Eric and I were out of state, and my dad had shot a giant for Virginia. That's a 150-inch deer in Virginia. That's a giant. Yeah. That's a giant. And That's a big deer anyway. He was about to cry. What? He yeah. couldn't find it. I, I don't even deserve to hunt. So me and Eric were actually <laughs> heading harsh. back. That I is said, I said, we're, we're going to drive straight over to the farm. So we're pulling in. And there's about 25 buzzards up on the ridge oh. up there. And I said, pretty sure your deer is going to be right up there. And it was. So <laughs> that was pretty neat going to recover yeah, that deer that for us. That was a good morning. <laughs> That's cool. I don't yeah. even deserve to hunt. Oh, That's he the was, lowest of the low uh, right there. Oh, well, that's funny. We were talking about that earlier, and Chris started talking about it now. But yeah, that's, that's the way I was in Iowa this year. I said, I'm done. I said, I don't deserve to be here. Uh, we got five other people on the lease with us, and I was like, I, I'm not doing y'all like this. I, you know, right. I respect y'all more than that because I mean, I just feel like I made a stupid decision. But that's the only thing um, I'll say about Chris. I've been hunting with him now for like we've been videoing for 15 years, and. He can take a lick, man. He mm. just gets up, dusts his pants off, and he goes again and again. <laughs> you cannot beat him down. Like he just—it doesn't matter. I mean, he just keep on grinding. I mean, I hate to—I hate to brag on him about anything. <laughs> I, I emptied my quiver twice one year, and I was—he <laughs> get a deer. Oh, man. No, that was on two trips too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's—I guess it's part of it. It's, it's, it's weird that we love it so much that it can take you so low. Mm-hmm. So I don't even deserve to do this. This sucks. I quit. But it's the highs are so good that keep yeah. you after it. What a whitetail does to you, man. I mean, mm-hmm. think about it. There's nothing like it. There's no two alike. I mean, uh, I mean the, the emotions that you go through. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, I live. I think about it every single day. Like right now, I was exhausted two weeks ago, but I'm so ready to go right now. I yeah. mean, I'm, re- I'm fired up. I'm like, is it July 1 yet? You know? so we got Come one on, day to hunt tomorrow, Sunday in Illinois, last day. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I got to get out there. I'm exhausted from the show and the drive, but. I'll kick myself it. if I don't go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which we do have shed season coming, fellas. I, oh, yeah. yeah it's right around true. the corner. Yeah. Right around the corner. You guys have, speaking of that, we can kind of cut into that and we'll, we'll close with it. Do you have pinpoint down the area or a buck that you're like really after to find his sheds? That you're oh, gonna, absolutely. We got a we got an eight-pointer in Iowa this year. and um, I missed him twice. Ben from Takagam missed him. I ran uh, out of camera light on him. <laughs> Eric ran out of camera light on him at 70 yards. Um, he's going through his so, nine lives in a hurry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so next year it's going to be he bad got many news. Left. He, doesn't, no. he doesn't realize it, but there is a big ass target on his back <laughs> next year. <laughs> yeah. Is that something, you know, if you have a deer pinned down like that, if you think you have him pinned down, do you know right about where you think his sheds will be? Is it like... If he's staying, if there's food available close by, mm-hmm. um, he's got some good south-facing slopes so he can stay warm and you can just keep pressure off of him, yeah, they'll drop. I mean, the big thing is always, and I tell everybody out there, I mean, just remember March Madness Week. Just stay. I know you want to go. If you don't have to worry about shit poachers, leave it alone, man. March, March Madness Week. That's, that's a, the week. Okay, I've, no one's ever said that, I don't think, on any of our podcasts. Yeah, We've no. done yeah. pure shed hunting podcasts. When's the best time to go? When's the best time to go? March Madness, because wow. we literally have picked up some of the biggest deer. Jason's um, fish hook saga that we had, he picked up that deer shed um, around the 12th, 13th yeah, of he March. Still had blood on him. Had blood on the festival. So, you know, you go in there and you blow him out two or three weeks earlier. And yeah, they're going to come back. Especially if you've got bachelor year, groups are still holding. Right, yeah. right. You blow them to the neighbors, and they go over there and stay. I mean, they're just so sensitive at that time of the year. Mm-hmm. They're all about sleep, eat, repeat. That's right. all they do. So right. you want to keep them safe, make them drop where it's easy for you to get them. Man, that's a good tip, March Madness Week. And it's, it's hard mm-hmm. because I had guys from work send me a text. They found a matching set with bloody bases on 
what's yesterday yesterday yeah, yeah. and oh yeah it I mean, makes you want to go right pictures now pictures of big, big shed bucks right now but i mean here's the deal it's no different if you make a bad shot right you make a bad shot tonight what's the point going in and pushing him maybe jumping him up running him two counties over he's yeah. gonna be there in the morning right. same thing with a shed i mean as long as you don't have to worry about somebody shed poaching you the shed's gonna be there two mm-hmm. months from now right right why not get them all if you can versus you know so right right well it's hard uh, squirrels <laughs> that's <what I> worry <laughs> squirrels about. Yeah. squirrels but uh, that's a good tip. March Madness week. Remember that, everyone, because uh, I'm going to apply that. Because I, I want to go now. You know, I want to go right now and look for sheds because squirrels are going to get them. And then I always find one side, never yep. find the match. And he's probably holding it, and I push him somewhere else. It's probably what I'm doing. So, yeah. Well, we had a buck that disappeared off the radar last year, and I picked up. It was a, a booner. I mean, it was a deer we called Baby Giant. Mm-hmm. And this year, he's gone off the radar. I mean, he's gone. So it's cool to at least have that piece of the puzzle because you've always mm-hmm. got it. We never right. see him again or right. get him. It's neat just having something from him. You yeah, know right, what I'm saying? Right. Three years of matching yeah. sheds for him, two, three, and four. And he was 171 last year, a four-year-old. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's a big – that was a four-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, Stinks when you lose your five year old like that, but you get aggressive four year olds and push them out, and that's what happened this year. So. Yeah. Right, right. Well, I, boys, I think you guys got to be somewhere here. I appreciate yeah. you coming on. Oh, man. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Having us. It's great. Uh, why don't you keep Chris Ward and make him sit here and do it? Oh, oh, I already oh, made yeah. that field goal. We're good. He kicked that thing with seconds left. <laughs> Not in the game, but within the time clock. <laughs> <laughs> so, appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Thank you all for having us, man. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.